Hello and welcome to Life on the New Farm podcast presented by Urban U Farm. I'm your host, Deb, and today I've got a really interesting topic for you all. Now, whether you're brand new to urban agriculture or you've been a part of this community for a while, you probably heard the term microgreen pop up here and there. You might even have some microgreens growing in your garden right now. They're the perfect way to add a splash of color and some nice flavor to a dish. But maybe you aren't sure what exactly a microgreen is. In this episode, I'll be diving into what microgreens are and how you can start using these tiny plants in your urban garden. So, first things first, what even is a microgreen? Well, as one can guess from the name, a microgreen is a small, green plant that you can eat the entire thing. To be a bit more specific, a microgreen is the shoot of a plant that comes out right after germination, or when the seed has started to grow. So it's a very specific, very early stage within the plant's life. A lot of plants you're probably already familiar with, such as cucumbers and broccoli, can be grown as microgreens. Again, as long as you harvest them before they pass that microgreen stage. But there are other varieties that I that I suppose look like that long, thin plant you might see on food blogs. Those are most likely cress or dill. I'm currently participating in a virtual grow along workshop hosted by Oregon State University's Extension Service. And in this program, one of the first things we learned about is the difference between a microgreen and a sprout. It's pretty common to get those two confused with each other. Honestly, I use the terms interchangeably myself. I thought they meant the same thing, but they aren't the same. They're actually pretty different from each other. What helped me make that distinction between them is to think about which part of the plant you actually end up eating. With sprouts, you eat the entire thing. So the shoot, the seed, roots, everything. But with microgreens, you only eat the leafy parts and the stem. You leave the seeds and the roots alone, so that way you can keep the plant growing. There are also some differences in how they're grown too. For example, with sprouts, you actually soak the seeds and put them in a jar. No soil or anything like that. But microgreens really do need that soil in order to grow. Now that we know what a microgreen is, you might be wondering what the different types are. As I mentioned before, microgreens are usually harvested before the plant gets a chance to fully grow into the actual adult plant. Along with cucumbers and broccoli, some other plants that fit that description are arugula, red cabbage, and radishes. A lot of your standard herbs are also considered microgreens, such as cilantro and rosemary. Now with so many varieties, how do you decide which microgreen is best for you? As a general rule, most microgreen species are fairly easy to grow. So the biggest question to ask yourself is, what type of flavor are you looking for? Despite being small in size, many microgreens are big in flavor. If you want something flavorful, go for cilantro. Want something with a bit of a kick? Radish and arugula might have what you're looking for. If you want something on the milder side, then try kale or cabbage. I'm currently growing cress and radishes myself, so I have a good variety of those previously mentioned flavors. So we know what a microgreen is. Great, but what's the big deal about them? Why are they worth your time and money to have growing in your garden? During my own microgreens journey, I've found that there are two main reasons why microgreens should be a part of any urban garden. Number one, they're easy to grow. You don't need to spend a lot of money on equipment to grow them. If you already have an urban garden going, then you probably already have access to the basic gardening equipment, such as containers and soil. At most, you just need to purchase the seeds. Even if you don't have those things lying around, you can easily start growing your microgreens with any type of plastic container. 
This can be your typical square plastic container that you can get at your local nursery store. Or it can even be a clean out yogurt cup or one of those containers used to hold rotisserie chickens at the grocery store. It's really that simple. Then you just pour in your soil, add your seeds, and bang! You've started your microgreens garden. Number two, microgreens are packed with nutrients. For such a small plant, your body can get a lot out of them. According to a journal submitted to the Journal of Agricultural and Food Chemistry, microgreens generally tend to have more nutrients, such as vitamins A, C, E, and K1, than the leaves of the fully grown plant of the same species. So not only will adding a few snips of crust to your avocado toast look great for the gram, it'll also give your body those much needed nutrients. Now that we know what a microgreen is and how it can benefit us, we can take a look into how to start growing them in your urban garden. As I mentioned before, you only need a few pieces of equipment, your seeds, soil, and some type of container to keep everything in. You also need a way to mist your plants with water, as well as find a nice sunny spot for them. If you're finding it hard to give your plants enough sun, you can always get a grow light for them. First, what you want to do is pre-soak your seeds, but, and this is important, only do this if your seeds are fairly large. For example, sunflowers and peas have pretty large seeds that you could easily roll around in between your fingers, so those need to be pre-soaked. You do this by putting the seeds in some water and letting them soak for about eight hours. You don't do this with smaller seeds, like chia or cilantro. Otherwise, you'll end up with this jelly-like substance. Now, I like chia pudding as much as the next person, but that's definitely not the best way to make it. Once you've prepped your seeds, you can start planting them as you would with any other seed. After you place the soil in your container, use your finger to pat down the soil to make a nice, even surface for your seeds. Then you can just sprinkle your seeds onto the soil. No need to press them down into the soil, just leave them on top. Mix some water to wet the soil, and from there you have two options. You can either cover your seeds with an extra layer of soil, or you can use some sort of cover to put on top of the container. You can easily use something like tin foil in that case. It just needs to be enough to completely cover the top from the sun. This is called the blackout germination method, and it helps to protect your seeds from contaminants like fungus, which, speaking of fungus, as you keep watering and watching your microgreens grow, be on the lookout for any signs of mold. It can be really tricky to determine if what you're seeing are the actual hairs of your seeds' roots or mold, since they both look like white hairs. The key difference is to really look at the texture of the white hairs. Healthy root hairs will appear thick and fuzzy along the actual root of the seed, Mold will look more stringy and thin, like a clump of cat hair or that fake spider webbing you see in Halloween stores. If you have mold, then you need to throw out everything in your container and thoroughly wash your container with soapy warm water. Remember, it's always better to be safe than sorry. Now, the actual amount of time it'll take for your microgreens to be ready for harvest will depend on what you planted. Sunflowers and peas are great for growing something quickly, while something like cilantro will take a bit longer, but will be worth the wait. But generally, you're looking at around two to three weeks at minimum. You'll know your microgreens are ready to be harvested when you start to see the leaves first grow on the very tip of the plant. When that happens, just use some scissors, or very carefully use your fingers, to snip off the top layer of the plant, 
leaving the bottom where the root is alone so they can regrow. Then, what happens next is up to you. You can eat them as is, or use them as a garnish or seasoning on top of a dish. They're really versatile. You can honestly put them in anything, from salads to burgers and even pancakes. I'm not sure how a pancake would taste topped with the cilantro microgreen, but it's certainly a creative way to use up those extra microgreen leftovers. And there you have it. Microgreens are an incredibly varied plant that's super easy to grow. If you're new to urban agriculture, or you're just looking to try out something new, definitely take a trip down to your local gardening store or nursery and pick up some packets of microgreen seeds. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for future episodes and to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'll see you all in the next episode.